Hey, good morning. What's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to another episode. I am Laquan Myers. This is Donovan. Good morning. And this is After the Benediction. What up, bro? You woke? <laughs> uh, oh. Uh, open, though. Huh? I said my eyes open. I don't know if I'm woke, but my eyes open. Dang, what time you went to bed last night? I actually went to bed early, like like eleven. I think that's early. <laughs> that's early. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> that could be early for you. That could be early for I you. Even, so. I ain't been feeling well yesterday. I feel like a little, <laughs> little uh, scratch in my throat. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you wasn't feeling that good. Hey, yo, you never um, you never told me about jury duty. So you must didn't get picked. Mm-mm. No, nope. I, I sat there. They ain't asked me. They ain't, they ain't called me up to ask me any of the questions that was on the questionnaire um, that we had to fill out on the paper. Um, right. And then after after that, um, they call people up for, um, you know, if you get accepted after your questionnaire, they put yeah. you on a box, and then they ask you some. Um, um, biographical questions, and then you know if they like your answers, they'll keep you there. I didn't get oh. called up for any of it. I was just sitting there enjoying the show. Oh, okay, got you, got you. So you, yo, so you sit there like when they asking the other people the questions. Yeah. Like they ask the other people the questions in front of everybody. Right in front of everybody, it's this thing that they got called um voir dire, and they try to oh. find out you know some stuff uh, about each of the um jurors. Okay, and, uh, got you. Got you. Find a questionnaire, and then the judge will be like, "If you answer yes or uncertain to any other questions, we're going to call you out one by one." But they had so many people, oh. they didn't even get to me. And by the time they selected all twelve jurors, you know, that, that was it. They they gave me a call. Got you. Well, that's what's up, man. Yeah, bro. I was thinking, I was thinking this morning, I don't know why, it was just a random thought. You think maybe we should have some, like, nicknames? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, I, already, I, got, I got a billion nicknames, bro. Like, I got That's gangster, true. I got gang, gangster nicknames. I got, you know, silly nicknames. You know, <laughs> it's, it's whatever to me. Because, you know... We uh we introduced ourselves as our regular names, you know, Laquan, Laquan Myers, whatever. Maybe I should come up with a nickname. I don't know. I'm gonna think about it. See if I come up with a, a good nickname. Let's, let's let's just go with what you know your wife. <laughs> I know. Let's just go with what your wife called. No. Why not? No. That's your nickname. Not, not not just my wife. My wife don't just call me that. My whole family called my whole dad's side of the family called me that. Right, then that's your nickname. No, that's corny. That's not even a that's not even a podcast. Like it's not even an iconic nickname. Who wants to who wants to walk around and say, yeah, uh, if I get introduced to something, uh coming to the stage, um, give it up for Kwani. <laughs> like who <laughs> Man. who's, like, who's I, gonna say that? Yeah, people people gotta listen to it more and, and give you a nickname. Iconic nicknames are given. They're not made up by the person. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So I don't know, man. I guess I'll come up with a nickname. I guess. We want to thank everybody, uh, all our listeners. Uh, we appreciate you. 
Uh, don't forget to share, to like, to leave reviews. Uh, we we just appreciate, you know, what God is doing. Uh, you know, I actually, I actually like, I actually kind of like podcasting. It's actually cool. It's like it's really, it's really cool. I think it's like something I can actually like stick to. It doesn't really take much effort, and you know. We're doing this like remotely. You're you're where you at. I'm where I'm at. We're not even really seeing each other, mm-hmm. but you know, it's it's like it's cool. What you just said? Said it's like a phone conversation. Yeah, man, it's cool. It's real cool. But today, today, um, we wanted to uh, kind of like do like a another part to what we was talking about yesterday. Uh, Yesterday's verse was uh, Matthew chapter 5 verse 16 and it says let your light so shine before men so that they may see your good works and glorify your father which is in heaven. Um, Yesterday we talked about uh, good works. You know what is what is good works and yesterday we covered your attitude. You know that's good works things that people can see and give God the glory for, you know, your attitude, you know, how you are, uh, how you treat people, you know, how you just, you know, go day to day, how, you know, whether you have a positive attitude, a uh, negative attitude, you know, these are things that people notice. These are things that people see. And these are things that can ultimately, you know, put somebody away from Christ or they can lead somebody to Christ. Mm-hmm. So um <clears throat> yesterday we talked about attitude. Today um we're still talking about good works. Today we wanted to talk about uh marriage. And I know everybody's not married. You know, tomorrow we're gonna talk about, you know, being single, you know, it, you know, still along the lines of good works. You know, letting people see your good works. You know, when I was thinking about this, I was kind of like, <clears throat> okay, you know, what can people see? Like the Bible says, you know, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works. What about marriage? You know, can we let shine before men? You know, what about marriage? Like, is good works, you know, and I thought about me and my wife, what could we possibly, what could we possibly do or what, you know, that can, you know, pretty much encourage the next person that either didn't believe in marriage, um, that, you know, is on a fence or that is engaged or, you know, just, you know, help encourage the next person to be like, you know what, you know, I see their marriage, you know, I I have hope, and you know, I believe that God is blessing their marriage. I see them. No, nobody's perfect. No marriage is perfect. You know, everybody do have good times and bad times, but overall, you know, to give somebody else the inspiration, be like, you know what, you know. I see God all in through their marriage. So I would just jot down 
I just jotted down like four things and I uh I text them over to Donovan, you know, to get his approval. But um I just jotted down like four things of, you know, when it comes to good works, when it comes to, you know, aligning your marriage up, you know, so people can be encouraged by it. So you can try to, you know, have the best marriage possible. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> number one, the first thing that I uh that I came up with is you need to have respect for each other. Um and that's communicating with uh, with each other privately and publicly and communicating with others. You need to have re- when you you need to have respect for each other. If you want to have a marriage that um you know can be glorified, people can glorify God for that can, you know, you know, you pretty much letting your marriage shine before men. One thing that's very important is communicating with each other privately and publicly, especially publicly. Especially especially publicly. It's um it's in marriage, it's like it's some things you don't say to your spouse publicly. It's some things not even just in marriage, but even if if you're engaged, like Donovan's engaged, um it's 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 things you don't say. It's just, it's just, you should set a cap on certain things. And it's tough because some people have no filter. Mm-hmm. Some people have no filter whatsoever. So they just, sometimes this is just like, it's a contest on who can cut the deepest. Until you like you until you are I can't stand your mom or I can't like until you start cutting real deep until like you get into a uh, you get into no man's land like we, we can't even come back from this because your communication is just like so disrespectful with each other and pro- like privately um me and my wife for example pro- like we don't one I don't really like to argue at all like I don't, I'm, that's just not me so most of the time I just kind of like you know okay whatever I be my bad I got it I handle it something like that because I'm not really argue I don't know what they I'm they I guess some people call it can, can say it's being like passive aggressive mm-hmm. or whatever the case is I don't consider it being passive aggressive I'm just you know what cool you you feel this type of way i apologize that you feel this type of way or whatever i did to make you feel this type of way let's fix it and move on i'm not the type of person that just want to sit and dwell on stuff Mm. and talk about stuff for two or three days so communicating with each other privately is uh is very important and publicly uh like i just said it's just certain things is certain things you just shouldn't say um certain things you shouldn't mention and, and that's that could be me 
you know, other people could be different, but it's just certain things you shouldn't say and you should know your spouse well enough to know that what you just said rubbed them the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, with their reaction, with their body language, stuff like that. You should pretty much know. Like, if you said something, like, you can tell that if if you and Kim was out, you can tell when you just said something that Kim really didn't like. Mm-hmm. This is true. Like, it's... <clears throat> It's almost like um, how, how how could I put it? It's like if you pay attention to their reaction, because like sometimes sometimes you know people could tell like they're a little corny or try to make a joke out of something, but then you look at your spouse and they didn't laugh. Mm-hmm. Or they went and silent. It was, mm-hmm. Yeah, they kind of went silent and didn't laugh like oh snap, uh, dang, I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have said that. Like, how you feel about, like, especially, like, the communicating with each other privately and public? Yeah, it's, de- it's definitely important. Um, I know um, you don't want to discuss private matters um, in public. Um, if you guys, yeah. you, know, you know, if Kim and I are having, a, you know, a disagreement, um, we try to make sure it's as, you know, private as, as possible. And um, we live with multiple people um, in this household, so it's hard to have um, disagreements, Um because it's it's like always people around, and um, I notice um, when we are having disagreements, um, it's usually uh, because I like you know bottle something in because I really don't like to argue either. So you know I just you know whatever you know let it go, or you know whatever the case may be. And when 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 it, when it comes to uh, my voice isn't isn't as you know low and as discreet, so. I'm 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 yelling or, or you know I'm excited so I'm loud when I'm speaking, and um, Kim you know just looks at me like why are you yelling, you know basically trying to hint to me that it's not between um anybody else but it's between us so mm-hmm. like you know a human being so um, yeah you know with with, with private discussions they, they should be you know had in private and you know not in public. You know, whether it's people around or not, you know, you should be able to, if people are around, you should be able to use a, you know, low tone of voice, um, which is, which is hard, you know, because in the heat of the moment, you know, I know me personally, I'm, I'm excited. So I want to get out what I want to say. I want to get my word across. I want to get my point across. And um, it's not, it's not as, it's not effective, you know, to yell, but that's how I do it, you know, and um, Kim always <clears throat> You need to you need to you know lower your voice or you know calm down for because for one you're not gonna yell at me and I'm a father and two we don't need other people to hear uh, what we're going through because that leads to questions and that leads to people being you know into your business and you want to keep as many people out of your um, your your business as possible because people begin to make their assumptions about what you guys are going through and it may not even be that deep, you know? So I, I live with, I live with my family. We live with my family. So it's easier for my family to, you know, take my side and look at the situation as, Oh, it's, it's Kim or over exaggerate, um, you know, my part in it or her part in it. And, um, 
you know, she just always lets me know, hey, man, you got you to gotta lower your voice. This has nothing to do with anybody else. It's between you and I. And, you know, let's, let, let's keep it quiet. Uh, you know, that's how, that's how I feel about um, communication in, in private and public. Mm-hmm. And another thing, before I move to the next point, another thing just touch briefly is communicating with others and, you know, talking about letting your light shine, you know, letting your light so shine, kind of like within your marriage. Um, you, you have to be careful how you communicate with others. Um, mm-hmm. You still want to have respect for your spouse within communicating with others. And I'm talking about flirting, uh, saying inappropriate stuff to other people, taking it a little bit too far. Um, you have to pretty much set a standard. Like, look, maybe maybe you're not the one uh, that initiated the flirting. But at the end of the day, you could say, you know what, um, I I I have a spouse, or I have a significant other, or I have I'm engaged, man. I you know, at the end of the day, like you cool, but that that can't be. I got that we got to stop it right there. And sometimes you just got to put your foot down. You really you, you just got to put your foot down, especially communicate with other people. You know. You know, this that's been going on since you know Bible times, biblical times. We could read it in the word where people, you know, uh stepped outside their marriage and committed mm-hmm. adultery. So it's nothing new under the sun. Um so you just have to uh you need to have respect for each other with communicating with each other and communicating with others. My second point you need to always consider your spouse. What do I mean by that? Um, for example, you know, I don't eat dinner without my wife. We, me and my wife, that's something, you know, we, we're at work all day. So we eat, um, I leave the house uh, five something in the morning. So we eat breakfast with each, without each other. We eat lunch without each other. We do not eat dinner without each other. That is just, that's something um, we have. And that's just like, um, and I feel as though, me personally, I feel as though it's inconsiderate because, you know, let's say I'm out, I'm, I'm running some errands with my grandma or something like that, and it get late, um, and my grandma hungry. I will take my grandma and get something to eat and everything. And you know, she, you know, well, you want something, you need something. No, I'm good. You know, I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna eat with my wife. You know, it's easy for somebody to just be like, you know what, I'm out. You know, I'm gonna get home kind of late, whatever the case is. You know, all right, yeah, we could go ahead and get something to eat and call it a day type of thing. I'm, I'm, I don't eat without my wife. Like, it's just that's just something we do because I feel as though, you know, that's my, you know, that's. You have to consider your spouse. And I know my wife, if I haven't, if she, if I haven't eaten anything or if I'm not home, she hasn't eaten anything because she don't eat without me. Hmm. So whether it's seven o'clock, seven thirty, eight o'clock, it can, it can start getting real late and she start calling me like, babe, what are we going to eat type of thing? Because we don't eat without each other. And that's our way of considering each other because if I was to eat, 
or if I was to, it, you know, it may seem small to somebody like, oh my God, it's just dinner. Eat something already. But me personally, if I was like out with somebody, if I was out with you, or we had to do something real quick or whatever the case was, um, I'm just going to like, I think it's inconsiderate for me to just go ahead, get something to eat. And then, you know, I get home. Oh, babe, what we eating for dinner? Oh, I don't know what you eating. I already ate. Right, right, right. To, <laughs> like, to me, that's to me that's kind of, like, inconsiderate. Yeah, true. Especially about that, you know, uh, that boundary ex- established. Um, I know it, it was, it's, it's times where um, I ate, you know, without Kim. Or Kim wants to get something to eat. And if I don't want to eat it, she won't eat. And I'm like, it's it's fine. It's it's okay. You can eat. I'll be fine. I'll eat something at the house. Because sometimes I don't want to eat, you know, what you know, she wants to eat, but I still want her to eat. So it's like at the same we we, we had this conflict because I'm thinking about her and she's thinking about me. She's like, I want you to eat. I want this, but because you don't want this, I'm not gonna eat it. And I'm like, I want you to eat, but I don't want this, so you can eat it. I'll be fine. And it's, that's where we like go back and forth. And then I'm like, okay, I'll accept it and eat what I don't want to eat because I'm considering her and I want her to eat. So it's it's, it's not it's not a small thing. It's actually um, you know. Yeah, man. That I mean, it's it, it may seem like something small to people, but to me, that's a big deal because I don't get to eat lunch. I mean, I don't get to eat breakfast or lunch with my wife, so I need to sit down and eat dinner as a family, like with my wife. Right. So to me, that's that's important. And uh, another one, another you know, sub point I made about always considering your spouse is um, spending large amounts of money on certain things or on things or whatever. Just spending large amounts of money, period. That's inconsiderate. You are not considering your spouse. If you can spend large amounts of money on something, on uh, and without, yeah, yeah, without calling or without you know just giving a heads up, it may it very well may be something. Uh, it may be something y'all feel as though y'all need, mm-hmm. but. Before you swipe that car and spend two hundred, three hundred dollars on whatever, your spouse is supposed to be notified. It's supposed to that can cause a lot of conflict because you know we all know financial uh, financial reasons is one of the number one reasons why people get divorced. So, but that to me that's inconsiderate because if I look at the bank statement and I see that my wife. Uh, then purchase something that was about uh, $300, $400 or something, I'm going to have an issue. And I'm going to say, for what? Why? Like, why didn't we talk about this? Or we could have used this here. We may have needed whatever, but it wasn't. we wasn't in dire need mm-hmm. of it. And sometimes, you know, me and my wife consider uh, what we need um, we consider needs two different things sometimes. Like if it was like a, a, a end table or something that she felt as though we needed in the living room, to me that's not a need. Mm-hmm. 
That's just a want. I mean, we don't need the table. I mean, you feel as though we need the table, but I don't. So if I was to see something like see the car being swiped for three hundred dollars for a table or what, whatever the table costs, if I was to see that it was being swiped for a table, something I feel as though we don't even need. We got to talk, because mm-hmm. that's you know you have to be careful. And I and I say and I would say that part you know let your light shine, because in my situation. My wife goes shopping with her friends a lot. My life go uh my wife uh goes shopping with you know one of my cousins. Um she's good friends with one of my cousins, and my wife goes shopping with her a lot, and my wife goes shopping with one of her best friends a lot. So Sorry. in cases like that, um you I say you have to let your, you know, the light in your marriage, you have to set an example because people, you know, people kind of watching you. And people, you know, if you're in the store and you're about to spend that kind of money, be like, oh, uh, you know, somebody could, you know, see like, wow, well, she ain't gonna call her, ask her Kwan or talk to him about, you know, nothing. She's just going, she's just going to swipe away at the card, or she's just going, you know, it it makes a difference when you tell somebody where you you in the store, be like, oh, I really think I should get that. Hold on, let me call, let me call Laquan real quick, or let me text him real quick. Let me see, is it okay? Just, you know, just to let them know, make them aware of what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. You know, that that says a lot, bro. That says a lot. Go ahead. Uh, you you wanted to say something? Um, No, I, I just jumped in and said it sounded like um, Sai be out there splurging because she be going shopping a lot. But um, to, to, to um, touch on the point she, you just <laughs> made. <laughs> <laughs> she be spending her own money. Shoot, she don't be spending. She don't be spending our money. She spend her own money. Yeah, she yeah. do go shopping a lot, but she she spend her own money because I don't. I'm not a shopper. Yeah, me either. Sometimes I'll be feeling bad, you know, going shopping. I bought myself a uh, two shirts and um, a pair of jeans this weekend. Yeah, I felt like it was. I don't know, like a burden was lifted off of me, man. Because I've been need. I feel like I've been needing to buy some stuff, but I always, you know, felt bad because I always felt like it was something that my son needed. Um, if, if, I, if I spent this money here, it was something that my son um, could have gotten or, you know, Kim could have needed. So, you know, I kind of put myself um, to the back burner. But, um, yeah, to touch on a point where, you know, you know, reaching out to, to your spouse or, you know, just the person, the significant other. Um, I went to um, AutoZone and my, my car kept dying. And, you know, I, you know, my car kept getting jumped and everything like that. The last time I took it there, they, they read the battery. Um, he said my battery was fine, so I couldn't understand, you know, why my car kept dying. Um, come to find out, when the, the guy actually didn't, um, he didn't check my body. He actually charged it without without knowing that he charged it. So that's why he said my battery was fine. So I took it the next time. The dude, the manager of the store, was like, "Yeah, your um, your battery is is, is shot. Um, the the levels aren't high enough." Is good. Um, we're gonna have to get you a new battery. So I'm like, how much the battery cost? And I'm like, one sixty. Now I had the money, you know, my account saved up, and I knew that I needed it right there in that moment. But I didn't want to make that purchase without, you know, calling him first. So she was sleep. I, you know, I called her about three times. She called me right back before, you know, I purchased it. You know, because she was she her phone was away from her or whatever, and she's like, um, we we do need the battery, um, you know, because that's that's our car. So you know, just get it. And you know, you know, we'll 
we'll, we'll figure everything else out. And at that moment, I felt like, wow, considering um, Kim showed her, you know, some respect that I'm just not out here, you know, making decisions without, you know, her being involved. And I feel like, you know, a lot as a lot of times as men, we got this notion that we have to handle things by ourselves, by ourselves, by ourselves, and then everybody else just has to be, I'm okay with it and accept it. But to to consider your spouse, man, is or your fiance or your significant other is is actually what keeps you, you know, you you guys closer because she feels like she's a part of the decision making, which she should be because she's, you know, supposed to be a helper. So facts. You got these other guys' facts. You got these other you got these other guys like say, you know, if, if I was with my friend at the time, um, or you know, somebody I, I was cool with, they they'll they'll probably look at me like Yo, you calling your your wife for that? You yeah, you you checking in? You checking in? You checking in? I remember, I remember one time um, I had um orientation, um new hire orientation, and um I think he was like trying to let us out early or whatever like that. And I was like, let me, I got I got to check with my I got to check with my girl first. He's like, oh, you got to check in, you got to check in, and I just like laughed him off, and I'm like. You're not, you're not looking at the, the right way, bro. Like I gotta, I gotta make sure she's good with, with what I'm doing. She got, you know, know where I'm at, so she's not, you know, caught, you know, you know, looking like a deer caught in headlights. She gotta know what's going on. And, you know, we, men, we got this, this, this negative um, connotation on like, well, he's he's a punk, or he checking in, or he's soft. You know what I mean? But that, that's actually not that's not actually not soft, man, because you don't want to have no problems in your, in your relationship. Because you got problems in your relationship, everybody going to have problems around you. So, you know, I'm not checking in with you know, your spouse and you know, just in the other It's very important, man. Yep. That's, that's true, man. It's extremely important, bro. Extremely. And, um, it just, that's just like, it's just so consideration and it helps you, you know, further let your light shine within your marriage. And um, another point, I've got two more points. I'm going to kind of make it quick because it's just getting kind of long. Um, one, you need to start taking responsibility for what you do. Um, you can't control other people's actions, but you can control yours. You know, in certain situations, people going through things, a lot of times you play the blame game. You want to, oh, well, because you ain't doing this, you ain't doing that, you ain't doing this, you ain't doing that, you ain't doing this, you ain't doing that. Well, in all reality, you know, why is it, are you doing 120%? Like, I'm sure some things you're not doing. Mm -hmm. And even... And even if you look at it, I think one time side some someone side did something. It was kinda it was in my eyes, it was kinda childish, kinda petty. But she did something. I think she left something she left something on the floor. She seen something. I don't she seen something out of place. I'm not gonna say it was on the it was on the floor. She seen something out of place. But she left it there. To see how long it was going to take me to move it, <laughs> and that kind of like goes on what I'm saying. Like take responsibility, like for what you do, like. And then when I didn't move it, 
or when I didn't notice it or when I didn't do whatever she thought I should have did, mm-hmm. she, yeah, I, I, I left that deer that been sitting there for two, three days. I, and I left it there to see how long it was going to take you to move it. <laughs> uh, that's your fault. Yeah, I'm not I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> that's your fault because you seen it there. You originally seen it there. You was the first one to see it there, but you left it to see how long it was going to take me to do something with it. That is your fault. I don't got nothing to do with that. That's all you. How you going to blame me? How you, and then you get mad at me because I didn't move it. You didn't move it either. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, bro, like, I don't know, man. Look, so I, so I guess some of the women could uh, let 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 us know what how they how they feel about that. But I don't, I really, really, really don't get it, and I don't understand. I I don't understand that process. You are responsible for what you do. Take control of what you do. You, you know, become someone else. Oh my God, that was funny, and I I just wanted to touch that 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 one real quick. Uh, the last one, and it's kind of important, the last one, is you need to establish boundaries with people outside of your relationship. Um, and that is that is your friends, your parents, your siblings. That's everybody outside of your relationship, your marriage, uh, your, your engagement, whatever the case is. Uh, you need to establish boundaries. Like you just need to know one thing, one thing I feel as though is one of the worst things for somebody to do is to participate in helping their spouse feel like they're second compared to somebody in their family. Mm -hmm. That's, that's, that is one of the, I, 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 I think on, on everything I know they say financial is bad, you know, you know, when y'all in the financial bind and stuff like that is bad. Financial situations, you know, kind of like help divorce and stuff like that. But for me, I think one of the worst things is having your spouse feel like they are second or third or fourth to anybody. And their spouse actually um, pretty much helped them feel like that. It's just like when, hmm, how could I put this? Like bound, like just keeping your parents, like keeping, you know, your mom, like for you, like your mom and dad, for me, like my grandma, like keeping them out of keeping them out of our relationships. Mm-hmm. Like, cause at the end of the day, at, I mean, usually father, usually some to, to keep it real, fathers don't even really be caring like that. No. Usually, it be the mom. Daughter, like I said before, um, I touched on it before about you know keeping keeping your you know your private conversations private, you know, not yeah, you know, amongst everybody around you, whether it's yelling or whether it's going in private to talk to somebody that's not, you know, your spouse about what you guys got going on. 
you know, because the, the person you're talking to is never really um, on their side. You're always talking to somebody on your side that can give mm-hmm. you know, and let you hear what you want to hear unless you got that true, genuine, impartial person that's going to be like, Wilding out, you know, just like, just like that's why I talk to you because you're impartial. Like you, you know, you know me well enough, but you also know Kim, you know, you know well enough what you see to to understand that you you would know whether it was me or whether it was her. And if it was me, like most of the times it is, you know, you'll you'll let me know. Well, I understand Kim said this, that, the third, but you did this, that, the third. So you need to go back, you know, and you need to apologize. And, you know, you, you guys need to work that out because that's on you. But if you're if you're talking to that person that's on your side, like we normally do, because it's it's easier, we want to, you know, stroke our ego and, you know, have our side be right, you, you don't, you don't want to do that. You know, you that, that stuff yeah. private. And y'all work that out amongst each other. Yeah. That's in, bro, that's 100% true. And that's one thing I can honestly say. I don't I'm not gonna pacify somebody. Like 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 you just said, if you came to me and told me about a situation and it was your fault, I'm gonna tell you it was your fault. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not that that's one thing I can say. I'm not a yes man. I'm not just because you're my boy and I knew you longer than I knew Kim, that does not mean I'm going uh, I'm going to stroke your ego right. and tell you, yeah, bro, she is, man, you good, man, you, man, forget her, you good. No, nah, I'm not going to do that. One, because that ain't right. Like, that, that's, that's just not right, period. Two, I don't need you, I don't need you feeling as though you was right and when you was dead wrong and then at the end of the day, because me stroking your ego and bigging you up, you go out there and do something even more stupid. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, now your relationship and your marriage is messed up. Right. Now, now, now your family broke apart. Now, you know, you and Kim done. And, you know, now you got to split time between AJ and stuff like that. Absolutely not. You got to think for, you got to think, you know, a little further down the road than just this argument. Mm-hmm. Like this, this situation. Yeah, this situation may be small, but I'm still not going uh, agree with something you did wrong. I'm going to tell you you did it wrong, and you go fix it because you know this. It can be like a a, a snowball effect. This can go to something bigger, to go to something bigger, and go to something bigger. Like nah, uh, uh-uh. uh. That you know that's just not the type of person that I am anyway. But it's just like. You know, just setting boundaries is important um, because at the end of the day, you have to establish the fact that we're in this thing together and it's not us against the world because the world ain't against us. But, you know, at the end of the day, we have to, in a marriage, you know, we have to have each other's back. We have to really be there for each other and have each other that if it's something that I feel comfortable with, you know, my wife has a very close relationship with her mom and stuff like that. But if it was something that I felt uncomfortable with, something I felt as though she didn't need to share with her mom, something that I felt as though uh didn't need to be said, 
or something that I feel as though uh, is not her mom's right to voice her opinion, I'm going to say it. I'm just going, I'm just, at the end of the day, life too precious uh, to just uh, go on and, and tolerate certain things. So I'm just going to say it. One, don't, you know, that didn't need to be mentioned in or whatever, whatever the situation is, you know, technically that's none of her business. So um, I appreciate it. She don't say nothing about it because mm-hmm. that's none of her business type of thing. You know, I'm just going ahead. I'm just, I'm just saying it. So it's just like you have to set you have to set boundaries, and these things, um, you know, respecting each other, uh, considering each other, uh, taking responsibility for what you do, and establishing boundaries, you know, with people outside of the relationship. These four things, like I promise you, if you start implementing them in in your marriage, your relationship, like today it will change your relationship and it will allow God to flourish in your relationship. Like it really, really will. These are things that, you know, me and my wife live by, like we live by now. And it wasn't always easy. Everything, every last step wasn't always, uh, it didn't come in the beginning, but as you live, you learn. So we just, we, as we kept on living and we keep learning, we know that these things are necessary. Having respect for each other, how you conduct yourself with other people, uh, you know, having consideration for each other, you know, taking really taking responsibility for each other's actions and our own actions, setting boundaries. These are things that will save your marriage. They will save your marriage, like, like it, it, in a heartbeat, like. It's crazy. So I mean, uh bro, you, you wanna um anything else you wanted to touch on? No, not nothing else I want to touch on. I think I think I do wanna say by means I'm not perfect, you know, when it comes to relationships and you know, life in general. so I'm not sharing, you know, what I'm sharing to Know, tell people how to live their lives or even say that I'm living my life my life the way that you know I'm expressing on here it's just uh-huh. you know, trying to try to live the right way and um, I think you know what, the way I'm learning and what I'm learning um, you know is is good information for you know for, for those that are you know trying to live the life that you know Christ wants um, them to live as well um, I no means perfect um, I do have my ways and Then I, I won't even be, you know, on, on this podcast. I won't even be, you know, mentioning anything or even, you know, trying to trying to talk about anything. So I just want to, you know, put that out there as a disclaimer that I am not perfect and I am not telling anybody how to live their life. Um, I'm just sharing experiences from, from what I know and my my walk, you know, with Christ and you know how I'm trying to live the right way. So. Okay, bro. I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. And that's um, and that's true. That I mean, that goes for me too. I ain't perfect. Uh, you know, 
I still have things I got to work on. And just because, you know, it's, it's just because we, we're speaking on it doesn't mean, you know, we're perfect. Like we perfected these things. Like we, you know, we ain't perfect these things. But at the end of the day, I do know that, you know, these will change your marriage and, and change your life. And yes, these are things that me and my wife practice. But like I said, we practice it. We're not, we haven't perfected it, but we practice it. So, you know, at the end of the day, you know, it is what it is. We all sin and fall short of the glory of God from time to time. But, you know, you know, we thank you for listening. We appreciate you guys. Um, and this is this is just amazing, bro. I thank you for um, you know being here with me and sharing this uh, podcast with me. I appreciate you, man. No doubt. Um, for everybody that's listening, please, if you know if this uh, message, if this podcast has uh, blessed you in any kind of way, please do not hesitate to share it. Uh, please, if you know anybody that can use it that can uh, it can minister into their life and help change their life please don't hesitate to share with them you know share you know after the benediction with them and uh we we appreciate you guys thank you for listening and we'll uh see you again tomorrow all right good day good night all right man peace out bro